You're listening to the Burke and Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, where I go to fulfill my fantasy. Football desires with expert opinions, advice, and analysis that you can't find anywhere else. Hey, I just got done watching the Brown-Steelers game, and that was just craziness. I don't think I've ever seen a player rip off another dude's helmet and then try to beat him over the head with his own helmet. Now, bad things are going to be happening to Miles Garrett, and he deserves every bit of it. I mean, who takes off a dude's helmet and then tries to beat him with it? It's almost like the Happy Gilmore uh, beginning where he's talking about playing hockey and he's the first guy to take off his uh, his skate and try to stab somebody. That's basically what Miles Garrett did in this game. And it was not a good look for the Browns. And, and this is the thing, you know, the Bengals were notorious for this too. You're beating the Steelers and people are feeling good about you. And then you ruin it at the end by doing something stupid that totally makes you, everyone lose respect for your organization. So... You know, it'd be like the Jets finally beating the, or the Bills actually, Jets or Bills finally beating the Patriots, and then something like that happening. You know, you're really excited for the team to finally beat their their rivals in the division, and then they go and do something stupid where you're like, you know, never mind, maybe maybe I do need the Patriots to win, and that's how I felt on like on that game. I'm like, you know, this is why the Steelers beat the Browns all the time because. We don't need any of that nonsense if that's how the Browns are going to win the game. So moving along to our starts and sits of the week. We're going to start out with the Texans at the Ravens. Will Fuller's practicing, which is great. You know, Will Fuller was expected to miss more time than what he is. And if he's coming back, then that's really good news for the Texans and good news for fantasy football owners. So the two things I want to ask of everybody is if you kept Will Fuller, know that he's coming back and you need to start playing him again pretty soon. Probably not this week, but pretty, you know, the next week after. And there's probably a lot of people that dropped him once he went to IR. So if you're one of those people that dropped Will Fuller or someone in your league dropped Will Fuller, go pick him back up and get him on your team because you can have him for the stretch run. It's like having a number two receiver that just drops into your lap. So go get him. Um, on that note, uh, with uh, the Ravens, uh, Hollywood Brown was limited in practice, but he's going to play. And I'm not a, I'm not big on DeAndre Hopkins this week at receiver. He's going to get the yards. He's going to get the targets. He just hasn't been scoring as much as we wanted him to. And so, you know, he gets... 10 catches, 84 yards, and which is good uh, as a stat line, but without those touchdowns, it's, it's, it doesn't help you very much, especially since fantasy football, it, it's a touchdown league. So, you know, you're going to start DeAndre Hopkins regardless because he's DeAndre Hopkins, but just, uh, you know, I'm not feeling good about him in regards to touchdowns. So uh, expect maybe, you know, limited production in that slot this week for, for DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm actually not big on Kiki Koti or Kenny Stills either. I, I've been waiting for the breakout for Kenny Stills, for him to, you know, he's supposed to be the big playmaker, and he was prime to have that kind of setup. 
and he didn't. He hasn't produced like we've wanted him to. So I'm kind of out on Kenny Stills, and I've lost the faith. And uh, unlike George Michael, I've I've lost the faith. Um, Anyways, running back, Carlos Hyde. I actually do like Carlos Hyde this week, and it's crazy to say, but I... I think he's going to have a decent game. He might even score. And uh, I like Fells at tight end. Daniel Fells, I think, will uh, get get some touchdowns uh, against this Ravens defense. And and they're kind of vulnerable to the uh, tight end position. So I think he makes a good play this week on the Ravens side. Going back to the tight end well, I I like Mark Andrews, and I think he's going to do well and score some touchdowns. And, of course, with that being the case, I like Lamar Jackson a lot. He's going to run the ball. He's going to throw it to Mark Andrews. And I say Mark Andrews specifically because I don't like Hollywood Brown this week and, uh, you know, Willie Sneed we don't even need to be talking about. So, you know, Texans are open to – getting burned on uh, through the air, but I, I just, besides Mark Andrews, I don't see anyone that uh, is going to have a big game against the Texans, and, you know, Marquise Brown is like a start of the week in most uh, places if you look at it, but I, I'll be honest, I, I don't think he's going to have a big game, and I, I think, you know, if, if you can bench him and have a, other receivers that you're, you know, you're thinking about, should I start Brown or another receiver? Uh, maybe start that other receiver, and that's how strong I feel about the Browns' week. On the other hand, I really do like Mark Ingram. I think he has a huge game, and I think he needs to be started. So, uh, if you're having you have Mark Ingram, and uh, you know, don't feel confident about putting him in there. I think he has a big game. Uh, Saints at Buccaneers. It was reported that uh, Andrew Pete broke his arm which is a big loss to New Orleans. And uh, he's going to go undergo surgery. So um, Lattimore's not practicing either. So Marshawn Lattimore uh, not practicing is kind of big news and, and really helps out the Buccaneers. But I think he plays in the game. So I, I don't think that's going to limit uh, him to uh, not participate. Saying that, you know, this is... I think a really big game in regards to points, and it's a game you need to kind of focus on. Drew Brees is my quarterback of the week, and saying that, uh, Michael Thomas is also my receiver of the week. Buccaneers just released Vernon Hargreaves, the starting uh, quarterback, first round pick, and you know, I get that he wasn't doing well, but he was starting. So who's behind him? And, and what are the Saints going to do to those people that were behind him? And that's why I could just see, you know, and Breeze is a, a savvy quarterback. He's going to take advantage of those matchups. He's going to get the ball to Thomas. And I know last week was a dud, and you're, most people are having second thoughts about it. But I am all in on Drew Breeze this week, and he's like my start of the week. Along with Michael Thomas, with that connection, I think you're good to go. So, uh, Ted Ginn, kind of, no, I was on 
pretty high on him last week. He didn't do anything. And I'm not high on him this week. I, I do like Traquan Smith. I think he has some value. Again, if uh, Hargreaves is gone, that means Traquan Smith is going up against a cornerback that was previously not on the field very much. So I, I can see him having a big game. But I can see Jared Cook having a huge game because the Buccaneers, they're like the new Cardinals. You know, Early on in the year, I was trying to play everyone against the Cardinals. Now I'm kind of looking at either the Cardinals or Buccaneers because Buccaneers are just as bad. So Jared Cook is primed to have a, an amazing game. Uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, if he's able to get some receiving yards and, and some receiving targets, I can see him having a decent game. But I don't see him blowing up in this one, and especially him coming back from his injury. It's been kind of scary. Uh, he hasn't been getting the volume that you, you want, and, and rightfully so. You know, he's recovering from his injury. Um, but I'm also not big on Latavius Murray either in this situation, since the Buccaneers are really good at stopping the run. Um, moving along to the Buccaneers... I like Jameis Winston. He's due for some turnovers, and I, I think the Saints get two interceptions. Not three or one. I, I think they get two. And it's baffling to me how Jameis Winston is not an every-week fantasy-relevant quarterback when he has Godwin and Evans as his receivers. Those guys are must-starts. You need to be playing them. And, but outside of that, you know, I'm not big on Ronald Jones this week, and I'm not big on O.J. Howard or Cameron Bray. So it, it's really the Godwin and Evan show, and uh, on the other end, the uh, Drew Brees and uh, Michael Thomas show. Uh, Cowboys at Lions, moving right along to this matchup. Amara Cooper wasn't practicing with a knee and an ankle, but he's going to play. I don't see Amara Cooper missing any time. And obviously, Ezekiel Elliott is an amazing start in this one. The Lions actually did pretty well against uh, David Montgomery last week, but Ezekiel Elliott's not David Montgomery. Ezekiel Elliott is just poised to have a huge game and I hope they don't try to get too fancy with you know using Dak Prescott too much but I like Dak Prescott so if you have Cooper, Gallup, Dak, Ezekiel Elliott start all of them they all need to be playing and uh, I would go so far as even saying you know Witten and, and Jarwin might not be bad plays against this Lions defense it, I mean it, it's sad how far the Lions defense has fallen but at the same time um there's some fantasy gold in regards to the Cowboys. On the Lions side, Stafford did not practice again, and he's dealing with a fracture in his back. You know, that's kind of major stuff there. And if you're going to get Jeff Driscoll to be the uh, quarterback again, you really got to like the Cowboys' defense. And, and Ty Johnson's out with a concussion, which means that J.D. McKissick's going to be the main back, getting a lot of the targets. And he's a decent receiving back. You know, he was a receiver, but that's all I really see him as. I don't see him having a big game. And with Driscoll, I think he kind of hampers all the other positions. So I'm even out on Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones this week. I would say 
T.J. Hawkinson maybe be the uh, maybe will be the best option for a start on uh, for fantasy football, and that's if he can catch the ball. I mean, he, he is starting to develop drop problems, not being real reliable with uh, catching the the pigskin, but uh, Cowboys are not that great at stopping the tight end, and it opens it up for Hawkinson. And I think that's a matchup the Lions need to take advantage of with Driscoll uh, if they even stand a chance this week. And, again, the defense is, you know, Lions, you're not going to be playing. And, and you really got to like the Cowboys' defense in this one. All right. Moving along to the Falcons at Panthers. Austin Hooper has an MCL sprain, supposed to be out for about a month and that's really not good news for anybody just because, you know, Luke Stockard, you can't feel confident that he's going to do anything. I like the Panthers to win this game. Just, you know, they're at home. I think their defense is better than the Falcons' defense. Um, there are some individual Falcons that I do like, however. I know Matt Ryan's supposed to be coming back, so if Matt Ryan is coming back, I think he is a, a start. And... uh Julio Jones, I think is, I mean, you're going to be starting him, but I think he has a pretty big game. I think he might score. This might be a, that's the thing about Julio Jones is he's on the field, he gets the targets, he gets a lot of yards, and like DeAndre Hopkins, he's just not scoring. It's almost like these offenses are trying to overthink themselves, and, uh, you know, well, they know I'm going to try to go to Julio Jones, so I'm going to go somewhere else. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I don't mind that play this week. I, I think he you can get some production from Calvin Ridley. I don't expect big things, but I think he's a solid play if you if you need someone in that receiver slot or flex spot. Um, and you know Brian Hill, I am just all in on. I, I just really like him this week. He looked great last week filling in for Devonta Freeman. And to be honest, he's looked like the best back on the Falcons this year. And, you know, with the the foot injury for Freeman, you really need to be playing Mr. Brian Hill from Wyoming College, Wyoming University. Um, yeah, you know, he can he get balls out of the backfield. He can receive. He's, he's an all-purpose back, and I think he just gets a lot of volume in this game. And, Panthers are so bad at stopping the running back position. I think it's a great matchup. Um, outside of that, uh, Russell Gage. I think there's some value for Russell Gage since Austin Hooper is out, and I think that helps him more than anybody. So, you know, you can kind of expect a, a decent game from Russell Gage, and he might be someone worth monitoring for a, a pickup um, if uh, the, the game plan goes the way I expect it to go. On the Panther side of the ball, you need to bench Christian McCaffrey. No, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, obviously, you're playing Christian McCaffrey. It's a great matchup. I am worried, however, that, uh, you know, with the Falcons playing so well last week, was that a fluke? This is another division game where they kind of know each other. But uh, regardless, you need to be playing Christian McCaffrey. I, I don't. You don't need to be listening to me to tell you that either. I mean, you have him, you're starting him. Uh, I do like uh, 
definitely like DJ Moore. I think he has a prime matchup. He, he's going to explode. I, I think he's going to get the touchdowns receiving as well. Um, but that's not to say anything about Samuel because I think with Curtis Samuel, I think he's a great play as well. And I, I guess the theme here is going to be I like all the Panthers because I like Kyle Allen this week as well. I think Kyle Allen gets uh, a lot of yards, about three touchdowns, and he's going to be a solid play. So if you're able to get Kyle Allen, he might be a good streaming quarterback to get uh, this week uh, against this matchup with the Falcons because Falcons are using backup defensive backs at corner because uh, they're injury depleted. And uh, the starters weren't very good in the first place anyway, so... Either way, you're uh, you're you're going to do pretty well for yourself if you're going to be starting the Panthers, and I mean I'll even throw Greg Olson in there, throw him in there, and I like him as well. I mean that's how that's how much I'm in on the Panthers this week. So uh, get your fill of, of Panthers and uh, reap the rewards of it. Jaguars at Colts. Now this is gonna this is kind of a weird game for me. I don't know what to think of it. Nick Foles is back after a long absence uh actually a really long absence um for the Colts Jacoby Brissett is back after a a smaller absence and uh I just think that uh it's going to be kind of a, a game that's low scoring and defensive driven I do like DJ Chark. I think he comes back and rebounds from his last week and has a great game. I also like Leonard Fournette. I don't think you can hold him down. I think those two guys you can start reasonably uh, and expect big points and get big points from them. Foles, again, I'm kind of out on this week. I, I need to see what he can do. He's been gone for so long. I think he's going to be shaking off some rust. And D.D. Uh, Westbrook was a full participant. And, but again, he's he's another guy. I would have to see what he was able to do before I started him with confidence. So, But then at the same time, that kind of takes away some of the value of the other guys like Conley and uh, – any of the other receivers on the Jaguars, you know, Cole's got gotten in the mix a little bit. So if you're able to, uh, if you, if you have DD Westbrook and you know, you know, he's coming back, you're probably excited to start him. but I would just say you need to hold off just a tad until, uh, you know, you see how he, rec- he recovered from his uh, shoulder. And on the other side of the ball, the Colts, I like Marlon Mack. He's gonna get balls receiving. He's gonna get balls rushing. It's just a lot of, re- a lot of volume. A lot of balls. <laughs> That's what I like about Marlon Mack. He's a he's a running back with a lot of balls. Anyway, I like the tight ends. I think uh, Doyle and Ebron are good plays this week, and you need to be considering them. T.Y. Hilton's out. You know Zach Pascal. Everyone was in on last week, but I'm out on him. And it's not not because he had a bad week last week, but Devin Funches is coming back, and I just don't know how that whole receiver thing is going to be sh- kind of sh- shake up. You know, Chester Rogers is known to have a big game here and there, and 
there's just too many uh, too many question marks in, in that core right now for me to be confident about anyone outside of that. Moving along to the Broncos at the Vikings. Oh, and I'll throw it back in there with the Jacoby Brissett. Same situation as Foles. I, I would like to see him, how he performs a little bit first and uh, gets over that uh, injury. Broncos at Vikings. Um, not much here. Jeff Huerman was limited with a knee injury. Uh, Philip Lindsay was a full per- participant. Adam Thielen was out again at practice, so he's probably going to miss his, uh, another game. And I, you know, you're starting Dalvin Cook. He's one of the best running backs outside of McCaffrey. So you're definitely starting him. Uh, I don't like Kirk Cousins this week. I, I know it's at Minnesota, but I, I, Denver's really good against the pass. And I, I really think they start to get their pass rush going. Von Miller's a beast. And I just think the Broncos are going to hold the Vikings offense a little bit, especially with Thielen being out. Diggs has been disappointing since Thielen's been out. I really think he relies on Thielen to open up the field a little bit for him to make the big plays. And then outside of that, um, Rudolph, I I like Rudolph as you uh, have been seeing with Thielen being out. They've been compensating by using Rudolph. So he's a good play against the Broncos because they're not that great against the tight end anyway. So uh, with both those factors, and you you got to like what uh, you see from Rudolph and, and uh, the Vikings game plan with, uh, again, Thielen being out. On the Broncos side of the ball, you know, was that Brandon Allen a fluke the last time that he, he played? I don't know that he was. But uh, I, I don't like the matchup against the Vikings, so I'm out on Brandon Allen. Philip Lindsay, I, I kind of like. I like him. I don't like Royce Freeman, but I like Philip Lindsay. I think you can start Philip Lindsay with some confidence. Um, I think you can start Cortland Sutton. He's going to get all the volumes of passes thrown his way. So. Outside of Cortland Sutton, though, I'm I'm not big on, on too many people. Noah Fant, maybe, you know, tight end such a crapshoot, but Noah Fant at least has upside and could be the the other target since uh, Deshaun Hamilton has been really disappointing, hasn't been getting any targets, has been pretty non-existent since the, the trade of Emmanuel Sanders. So there it is, Cortland Sutton, Bill Lindsay. Uh, pretty much Noah Fant if, if you're desperate and leave it at that. Next game is the Jets and the Redskins. And everyone's talking up the Jets like they have an easy matchup with Haskins playing quarterback. But I'll tell you what, I'm big on Haskins this week because he's playing the Jets. So could it be the other way where... Maybe the Jets' defense is so bad that this is going to help Dwayne Haskins. Because I'm not a big Dwayne Haskins fan, and I don't actually think he's that good of a quarterback. But the Jets' have, defense has been so horrid. And, and I get Daniel Jones is actually a decent quarterback as a rookie. and But for what he did, getting four touchdowns and almost 400 yards, um, I, I like Dwayne Haskins and his ability to 
maybe do something against this defense. So I'm not saying start Dwayne Haskins, and I, I doubt that anyone really has him on their roster. I would only be picking him up if it's emergency for this week, since I, I do like the matchup. But I really like Terry McLaren. I think he's going to have a big game against the Jets. You saw what the Giants did. Every receiver that was uh, playing for the Giants the other week scored two touchdowns, it seemed like. That's how uh, crazy it was. And so in that regard, I think the the Redskins are a decent play. Uh, Adrian Peterson, now here's the thing, is I would normally like Adrian Peterson in this game, but with Darius Geis coming back, I'm really nervous about how they're going to use him. And Chris Thompson's close to coming back, which would further muddy the waters, but he's probably going to be out. But still, I don't know what the volume's going to be between Peterson and Geis, so it kind of scares me away from that whole situation. If I'm that unsure, I'd just like to step away from it. And... Le'Veon Bell's not practicing again. You know, he's probably going to play, so I wouldn't worry about it. We talked about last week to be ready with those other running backs, Powell and Montgomery. But uh, Bell's going to play. And uh, anyways, uh, going back to the the Redskins, I'm, I'm not big on the running backs, so really it's McLaren. Trey Quinn, is a, he gets catches but he doesn't get yards so he has like 11 catches for like 30 yards so he's really it makes him fantasy irrelevant and I think it stays that way Paul Richardson's not practicing he might not play I don't see a lot of upside for anyone else but McLaren at this point for the Redskins on the Jets side like we talked about Bell not practicing he'll be there he's a good play too on on top of he will play, and he you should be starting him. Uh, not that you wouldn't with Bell. But uh, I also like Robbie Anderson. I like Demarius Thomas. I like, man, I like everybody. There's not anyone I don't like. I like Ryan Griffin. I think Ryan Griffin's going to have a big game against the Redskins. And, you know, now that he's going to be the uh, tight end moving forward for the Jets. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I really like. I think he's going to have a huge game. So uh, that makes me like real Sam Darnold a lot. If I'm liking everybody, uh, I'm liking Sam Darnold this week. And uh, Darnold's a better quarterback than uh, the publicity he's been getting lately. But you, you need to be playing Darnold this week if you have him. Bills at Dolphins. This is uh, another matchup that's kind of like the Jets and Redskins. Bills, I don't think they're as good as what the record is or what people think they are. I think the Dolphins are going to give them a game. And this actually could be an upset, to be honest. I could see the Dolphins beating the Bills. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, I don't like him. I think the Bills are they're a good passing defense. And obviously with Devontae Parker, Mike Asicki at tight end, I'm just not feeling any of those guys against the Bills defense. So if you have those guys, I'd kind of stay away from them. Uh, even with Kalen Balage playing running back, kind of out on him. He hasn't shown much. Hasn't shown much last week either. And they're trying to get Miles Gaskin involved. So, uh, you know, who who knows how much they're going to try to use Miles Gaskin in, in taking away from Balage's workload. And if the game goes like a lot of people 
are predicting the Bills are going to trounce the Dolphins, and uh, it kind of takes away from the fact that they're going to need Gaskins or Balage to really do anything in the first place. So on, on the Bill side of the ball, I mean, I like everybody. John Brown, start him. Josh Allen, start him. Singletary, start him. Gore, start him. I even like Dawson Knox. So if you're one of those Dawson Knox people, one of the uh, two percenters that have Dawson Knox, you, you might feel you might play him. You won't feel confident, but he could produce against this Dolphins team. So he might be uh, worth a play. So you need to be uh, thinking about that as well. And uh, I just think that the the game is going to go with. Uh, you know, Dolphins are getting better. They're playing better. So it's going to be a low-scoring field goal game. And uh, But if you have the Bills, uh, they're, they're the ones to gamble on and, and stay away from any of the Dolphins players. Cardinals at 49ers. We just saw this game two weeks ago. And the Cardinals got destroyed. <laughs> and uh, Kenyon Drake looked great. So, you know, saying that, uh, David Johnson looks like he's not going to be playing. Or if he is, he's going to be really limited. So, uh, Chase Edmonds isn't playing. So, Kenyon Drake is the guy. And I, I he did well against the 49ers. And, and I know that doesn't always mean he's going to have another great game against the 49ers. But in this case, I think he does have a good game against the 49ers. And he's worth a start. Uh Andy Isabella is getting more and more reps. I can see him being uh, getting a big play or two. But on the other side of it, I, I'm not big on Christian Kirk. And Larry Fitzgerald wasn't even practicing. And so that kind of scares me in that regard. So I would be staying away from Cardinals receivers. Uh, Kyler Murray, I'd be not starting Kyler Murray either. He, he kind of scares me. Uh, 49ers defense is pretty formidable. And you're, yeah, uh, you, you need to be benching most of the Cardinals. I like Kenyon Drake, I guess, on the Cardinals. 49ers side, there's a lot to like. Jimmy Garoppolo, especially after the week he had last week, I think he can repeat it and get, you know, three or four touchdowns. Probably get three. And Kittle's not playing, so... Ross Dwelly, no one's heard of him. He's a backup to Kittle. He's not going to be Kittle, but he's going to be productive in this offense. So I would I would even feel confident starting him against this matchup. It's the Cardinals, and they're they're still going to go to the tight end. They're not. He's not going to be George Kittle. Where you know if George Kittle was playing, I would expect huge things. But I'm expecting big things from Ross Dwelly, uh, just based off of the matchup. Cardinals you know, are, are just really horrible at guarding uh, and defending the tight end position. So George Kittle did not practice, and like we were talking about, it's up in the air. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, still not sure if he does play. And I think he does play, to be honest. If he does play, you're starting him. He's the number one receiver. But I still think you start Debo Samuel. I like Debo Samuel a lot in this game. And whether Sanders plays or not, I'm I'm just 
I'm liking Debo Samuel. I, I think he has a good week against the Cardinals, and you need to be playing him to reap the rewards from that. On the other side, Brita's hurt. Brita's you know, always kind of hurt, and then he ends up suiting up. In this case, even if he suits up, I don't think he plays very much. I like Raheem Moster. I think he's the guy that you need to be playing against this defense. He's a big play guy. He's he's just so fast, and he's uh, he's the start. And, and Tevin Coleman, you know, yeah, you can start Kev, uh, Tevin Coleman. You'll get some uh, yards and some touchdowns potentially, but I like the big play potential Monster. I think he might even do better than Coleman this week. And so he's he's the guy that I'm really high on that you need to be playing if you have him. Patriots at Eagles. This is a pretty big game. I think it's going to be high scoring for the Patriots. And I think the Eagles can keep up a little bit. I don't think it's going to be, you know, the typical Patriot game where they just look dominant. I think the Eagles are able to match up pretty well against the Eagles. But saying that, I do like Tom Brady. The Eagles secondary is finally healthy and playing better. But I, I like Tom Brady and that Muhammad Sanu connection. I mean, Sanu had like 10 targets last game. So you're, you're definitely starting Muhammad Sanu. And you're starting Julian Edelman uh, as well. I think he has a big game. I'm not so big on Sony Michelle. The the human PlayStation has disappointed most of the year, and I don't have confidence in him, and especially with the running back by committee they have. I just, Rex Burkhead, Bolden, oh, James White. I do like James White, by the way. He's actually the only running back I would be playing this week against the uh, the Eagles. Um, on the Eagles side of the ball, we talked about Carson Wentz. I think he's able to keep it competitive early on, but overall I don't think that Carson Wentz is a great play and you should you should feel confident in playing him. Alshon Jeffrey was uh, out of practice, so who knows if he's going to come back. He should come back. Um, so I would stay away from Alshon Jeffrey just because I want to see the guy play and look healthy before I take a chance on him being on one of my fantasy teams and, and being started. Zach Ertz, I, you know, um, don't mind Zach Ertz. I think he might have a, a good game this week. And uh, saying that, I don't think uh, Dallas Goder, uh has a good week. I think he's going to be limited in his production. So I would be benching Godert or Goddard. I would be starting Ertz with confidence. And Jordan Howard, I think you can start Jordan Howard. He's he's a beast back there. If there's goal line, he's going to get the ball. So I think he's worth a start, especially in the flex. If you have him as a flex, that's a good move. Uh, Miles Sanders, I don't like. I think he needs to be on your bench. I, I don't see big things from him against the Patriots. Bengals, Raiders. The Bengals are going to be playing in Oakland. And I can't say enough good things about the Raiders in this matchup. First off, everyone needs to be keeping an eye on John Ross. He began practicing, and he's designated to come off of IR. Uh, 
So he isn't eligible to play until week 13, but that will be great news because it'll be right when the playoffs are starting. And if you're in a, a pinch for a receiver, he would be the guy. Um, of course, his quarterback is Ryan Finley. Um, and we still don't know what we have yet in Ryan Finley. He didn't look great against the Ravens. Most of his his production was done in garbage time. But uh, anyways, uh, if, if I'm the Bengals, I well, against the Raiders, I like Joe Mixon. He's had some tough matchups, and he's produced, and he's been consistently the last couple weeks producing, getting in that uh, 10 to 15 point range. So I, I think de- Joe Mixon's definitely a start. You need to be looking at him. Uh, Tyler Eifert is a start uh, if he would play because he hasn't been practicing, which, you know, is kind of status quo for uh, Eifert. Um, but if he does play, I, I think he's a good start against the Raiders. Uh, Tyler Boyd is no. You shouldn't be starting him. Uh, Auden Tate right now, no. You shouldn't really be starting anyone. Alex Erickson's been uh, hurt a little bit. So besides Joe Mixon and if if Eifert plays, those are my two guys. Outside of that, I'm not liking much, especially with Ryan Finley being the quarterback, which, as you can guess, means I'm not really in on Ryan Finley as a, a legitimate fantasy football player. Raiders, Josh Jacobs is a beast. He always is a beast. He's probably the best rookie running back uh, right now. And a uh, great pick by uh, Mike Mayock. But you need to be starting him against the Bengals. Bengals are so horrid against the run that, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Josh Jacobs is the, the running back start of the week for sure. You need to be playing him as much as you can. And uh, outside of that, Tyrell Williams. I like Tyrell Williams. And I like Darren Waller. So those are the the people on the the Raiders that uh, you need to be playing. I think they all have great games. Derek Carr against the Bengals, I think he has a great game. I think the only thing that's going to hold him back is the fact that Josh Jacobs is hopefully going to get a lot of rushing touchdowns. And uh, I say hopefully because uh, you'll you'll get that uh, you'll hear about that in a second, but yeah, the uh, the Raiders are going to have a, a great game against the Bengals, and it's not going to be pretty. They're ten point five dog favorites, and the the Bengals they just don't look like they have any life. Like they've accepted the fact that they're the worst team. You know, they they go to other stadiums and you know they they basically say hey we're here for our beatings you know come and come and beat us up a little bit bears at rams i don't like david montgomery he was limited uh in practice first time he's been limited in practice or on the injury injury report i don't like him this week he needs to be on your bench um, Trubisky, no, I don't like him. Uh, I like Allen Robinson. He is great at making lemonade out of lemons. And I can see him, you know, he's the ultimate survivor. I can see him having a decent game. Outside of that, though, there, there's 
yeah, I'm not liking anyone on the Bears. Uh, on the Rams side, again, that's a it's like a that's a big defensive matchup. I don't like anyone on the Rams really either. I think they keep Cooper Cup in check for the second straight week. Uh, Robert Woods, I don't see him having a big game. And uh, Josh Reynolds, now he's taken over for Brandon Cooks. I don't see him having a big game. The one person on the Rams I can see having a big game is Gerald Everett. I think he's actually someone that uh, you can target that will have a, a decent uh, uh, output when it's all said and done. So start Gerald Everett with confidence. And uh, Todd Gurley, you know, it's against the Bears. Gurley is not getting the uh, the rock like you would like. And even though he's super talented, it's just the reality of the situation. So, yeah, Gerald Everett I like. Not a big fan of anyone else. And the Rams are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. It's at Los Angeles, so I get it. But... Uh, I think this is going to be a slow, boring defensive game. And not one of those defensive games where the defense is making great plays. It's going to be one of those plays where, or one of those games where the offenses are just smothering themselves and uh, just, doesn't, just doesn't look good. Let's jump into our FanDuel lineup. If you listened to my picks last week, although... Drew Brees was very disappointing. You got into the money and uh, barely by a couple points and, and won yourself uh, some prizes. So let's uh, get to this week and the FanDuel picks. I have, with the defense, I like the Cowboys. And, and I talked about this earlier, but I'm going against Detroit, especially against... Jeff Driscoll, and I just really like the matchup. I don't think Matthew Stafford's playing. Now, if he is, obviously I don't like the Cowboys as much, but with the value, you know, it's $4,100 for the Cowboys, and the thing I like about it is I don't think a lot of people will be picking the Cowboys necessarily. I think it'll be a low percentage play, and, you know, Detroit is usually 11th against defenses, which is pretty good. But obviously that changes with Driscoll being that quarterback. So uh, that was my reasoning behind that play right there. My flex position, this is at 5,900. I have Brian Hill. And I just really like Brian Hill. Carolina's a great matchup. Carolina can't stop the running back. And Hill can do it all in regards to receiving and rushing. And, you know, like I was talking about before, I just think he's a better back in, on the Falcons' offense and uh, is going to be primed for a big game. And at $5,900, just that value is, is huge. Moving to tight end, I picked Ross Dwelly. Kittle doesn't look like he's playing. Arizona's horrible at defending the tight end. Ross Dwelly is going to be the tight end that's going to be targeted. So it's kind of a no-brainer for me, especially at $4,900. gives me more money for some of my bigger-name people. So uh, I, I definitely liked his upside more than any of the others at that price range. Mohamed Sanu is my, one, my first receiver. They're playing Philadelphia, and although the 
Eagles secondary is getting better and better. They're still one of the worst at defending the pass, and Tom Brady is going to eat them alive. And I just think that uh, Mohamed Sanu is going to be a big part of that. He got you know 10 targets the very first game, and I could just see Sanu this game having a, a breakout type game for the Patriots. So he's my receiver at $5,800. And then moving along to Terry McLaurin. We, we kind of talked about that too earlier in the podcast. I just think that, you know, the, the Jets, uh, everyone's talking about the Jets defense, but the Jets defense isn't very good. So why are we not talking up the Washington offense a little bit more? And Terry McLaurin is just such a great receiver. He gets open, knows how to run routes, and is really strong on the ball. And... I just like that this matchup a lot, and he's he, when I saw this, this was definitely my play, especially at fifty five hundred dollars. It's just such great value i I couldn't pass it up, and I definitely couldn't pass it up because at number one receiver, I have Michael Thomas, one of the most expensive players in Fanduel. He's at nine thousand dollars, but against Tampa Bay and, and like we were talking about, them just firing Vernon Hargreaves. Their secondary is thin, and I don't think getting rid of Hargreaves is going to make it any better. In fact, I think it might make it a little bit worse. Not that Hargreaves was, was playing that great, but uh, that just really opens it up for Michael Thomas because he can get 13 catches on a, on a good defense. So I really am looking forward to what he's going to do against Tampa Bay. And I had him last week, and it wasn't that he was disappointing because he got all those yards and targets. He wasn't able to get into the end zone. And to make matters worse, he gets the uh, last play of the game, gets tackled at the one-yard line. And, uh, you know, so close. It would have definitely, I think, made me win more money than, than what I won. But, uh, you know, I can't get greedy. Josh Jacobs is my running back going against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's really bad at defending the running back. And Josh Jacobs has been a beast, especially these last couple games. You need to be playing Josh Jacobs. And I just like this matchup against Cincinnati. I think he has a huge game. And then moving along to the other running back, it's another big-name running back. I have Ezekiel Elliott. He's going against Detroit. And again, Jeff Driscoll's manning Detroit at quarterback. And I see this as a game that Dallas just gets ahead and kind of kills it. And then Elliott is uh, used to uh, run out the clock, and, and he gets some decent ground games. He's at 8400 which is kind of expensive, but, you know, I, I figure he's due for some touchdowns. I, I think he gets a lot of yards, and this is going to be the big game that he hasn't had yet this year, and, and I see this one being the game. And obviously I'm banking on that, so we will see, but I'm pretty confident in that uh Ezekiel Elliott pick this week. Drew Brees, quarterback against Tampa Bay. He's, uh, again, I'm giving him another go. I think last week was a fluke. I think he has another great matchup against Tampa Bay where he's going to produce and get a lot of yards and touchdowns. He's at $8,300. Definitely worth it. He's going to be hitting Traquan Smith, Jared Cook all day long since Tampa Bay is so bad at defending the tight end. Uh, Michael Thomas, again, has a great week. He's, 
you know, hit Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. Tampa Bay can stop the run, so I don't see the Saints doing much of it, which really opens up more passes for Drew Brees. So it, there's some decent quarterback options, but I just like the potential of the Drew Brees uh, matchup against the Buccaneers, and that was my go-to for the, the FanDuel. Thank you for joining me on the Burke and Miz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast. It's been a crazy week 11 already with the uh, Steeler-Browns game, and I'm looking for great things to come for this week. So thanks for joining me, and if you have any questions or comments, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Ms. Montalban or on email at Ms. Montalban at gmail.com. That's M-O-N-T-A-L-B-A-N. So I hope you have a great week and you uh, set yourself up for uh, a great playoff run coming up. Take care.